Before we delve into the captivating narratives of numerous divine masculine figures embarking on the profound journey of twin flames, recounting their tales, encounters, and reflections along the twin flame path, it's essential to preface our discussion with a fundamental insight. In the realm of spiritual discourse, the terms divine masculine and divine feminine hold symbolic significance beyond their literal connotations. They transcend the boundaries of gender and anatomy, representing intricate energy dynamics and polarities inherent in the human experience. It's crucial to recognize that the designation of divine masculine and divine feminine isn't contingent upon biological sex, but rather encompasses broader energy archetypes that individuals embody, regardless of gender identity. While language often necessitates the use of labels for comprehension and articulation, it's imperative to acknowledge the fluidity and universality of these energies. Both men and women possess the capacity to embody aspects of both the divine masculine and feminine, and these energies seamlessly interplay within each individual. Throughout our discourse, we will employ the terms divine masculine and divine feminine for the sake of clarity and contextual understanding, utilizing pronouns such as he and she within the narratives presented. However, it's vital to bear in mind that these designations are symbolic representations of broader energetic principles rather than rigid classifications rooted in gender norms. With this foundational understanding, we invite you to explore the profound testimonies and transformative journeys of individuals navigating the intricate pathways of twin flame connections, transcending conventional labels to embrace the profound essence of spiritual union and growth. Everyone's story is personal and individual, and in an exploration such as this, we cannot possibly account for everyone's unique experiences. So some sweeping generalizations are unfortunately necessary. Please bear this in mind as we progress. In a twin flame connection, the divine feminine is typically viewed as the more spiritual and awakened twin. Once again, we're not entirely comfortable with the labels, but the feminine is often referred to as the chaser. Divine masculine, on the other hand, is often seen as the unawakable, frequently termed as the runner, afraid of facing unknown possibilities and resisting taking anything like a leap of faith. A large percentage of runners in this connection do tend to be masculine, not all, but certainly, this is the way it presents more often than not. There is a huge misconception that the masculine doesn't feel any pain while their feminine counterpart is the twin that suffers. Divine masculine often encounters an upbringing that teaches them to ignore and to push down their emotions. They are taught to be hyper-rational, to tolerate pain, and to not show weakness. They are taught that they don't deserve love. The old stereotypes are softening greatly in recent years, but there are still expectations on the part of society in general that men should behave as men are expected to behave. This is not to suggest that men do not feel Obviously they do, but they are often constructed a little differently, and this can result in some challenges. The twin flame journey causes many of us to question our beliefs, and this is arguably more so the case for the masculine counterpart. A divine feminine may misinterpret this as her counterpart, simply not feeling the same way that she does. She may assume she is the only one that feels not only the pain but also the love. And while she embraces her dark night of the soul and pushes through this pain unto the hurt, divine masculine avoids it, tries to go around it, 
or just becomes numb to it. The DM often numbs, denies, and ignores their pain so at first, they don't feel a lot of it and certainly not in the ways that the DF does. When the DM encounters their twin flame, everything that their soul urges them to let go of is everything that is already established as fact in their minds, and this inevitably leads to resistance. Because of this, the masculine soul is more likely to just keep bearing the pain that their souls put on them until they get to the point where they cannot bear it any longer. Despite all of this, the DM does feel loved. He has strength, tenderness, and he cares. You may ask yourself, why isn't he fighting for this, for me, for this connection? If he is already fighting his inner battles, then be sure to understand a fight is already underway. You just might not be able to see it. And if he is struggling with the rationale and the logic of all of this, and yet he is still there, in fits and starts, the arrival and the banishing that we see in the runner, then perhaps it's fair to recognize that he is fighting. This is exactly what this back and forth is, a battle between himself, his ego, what he has been taught, and his urge to return to this connection. A twin flame connection is always reciprocated, even if that is sometimes difficult to see. Search your intuition, and you will know if there is love here, if there is recognition of the connection. The more the feminine tries to help or seeks validation from her masculine, the more the masculine will pull away. This is so confusing to the feminine, but on a soul level, the masculine knows that he is on a solitary journey and he will find his own way home. It may feel cliche to throw quotes around, but this one resonates with the twin flame journey. If you love something, let it go. If it returns, it's yours. If it doesn't, it wasn't. As a feminine, you need to detach and surrender. If this person truly is your twin flame, they will return in divine timing and in the way that they were meant to. And I'm talking, of course, here about the 3D realm. Twin flames are an energetic connection that is never truly separate. So when we are blaming the other half, we are blaming ourselves. When we are angry at them, we are angry at ourselves. When we love them, we love ourselves. There is no separation. This is only a 3D illusion, but this is a difficult pill to swallow for those that are not ready to let go, for those still holding on so tightly through fear of abandonment and rejection. As a feminine, you cannot force yourself to surrender. That too will come in time, so long as you ensure you are working with yourself and not simply getting yourself stuck in a repeating cycle of pain and heartbreak. There are many reasons why the masculine counterpart runs from this connection. First and foremost, this is based upon fear. The connection confuses and frightens them. They have never experienced anything like this before. They don't understand the relationship. They may have been at a stage in their life that, for one reason or another, they thought they were not even interested in having a relationship. They may feel this connection so intensely that by surrendering to it, they fear they will lose their identity. Of course, the reverse is actually true but they may feel they want to have other experiences, that there are other people they want to explore. They will come to understand in time, however, that no situation or other person will ever match what they feel with their twin. But it is reasonable for them to feel that they have explored other possibilities before they truly understand. There may be circumstances that prevent them from taking that leap of faith that the feminine wishes they could just take. Other people around them might not want to let go of them, they might have people in their lives that they are struggling to let go of. 
There may be vast differences between the twins, cultural differences, age gaps, and a general sense of right person, wrong time. There was an urge to shut these feelings off when remembering love of the past that only caused pain and hurt and rejection, whether this be at the hands of parents, siblings, or previous lovers. There could be many reasons for the twin to run, but remember, ultimately, they can't run from themselves. Masculine energy, when in its most exalted expression, embodies discipline, order, responsibility, and duty. It is protective, and it provides and brings structure. The feminine, on the other hand, is receptive, and by nature more spiritual, and in touch with her feelings and emotions. If you find yourself hoping, praying, and even begging for your twin to awaken, you may want to stop and ask yourself, is he perhaps already awakened yet? The way this expresses itself is simply different from yours. As a general rule, most people, male or feminine, are ill-prepared for a twin flame journey, and this, to an extent, is the point. There is healing to be done here, lessons to be learned, growth required on both sides. We are never eased gently into a twin flame connection. It is more often than not a bolt out of the blue, something that was not thought out, something that was entirely unexpected. Some refer to it as a soul shock of sorts. This ignition of the soul is terrifying and confusing as much as it is amazing and expanding. While we can feel that instant and incredible sense of connection, trying to put that connection into a physical context can often just feel simply impossible especially if outside circumstances all seem to be stacked up against any possibility, which is often the case. The sheer intensity is something that can trigger a runner response, and this is where a little patience can go a long way. The Stee or Chaser twin will analyze the situation and face it head on. They are willing to give anything a go, willing to risk it all. They only want more of their twin and will face the fear willingly. The runner is not trying to hurt us, Usually they run out of blind fear, and this is a coping mechanism that sometimes means to simply deny and to run. This is not something that only the DM will experience. This often happens for the DF as well. In fact, many twin flames will feel they are simply in a repeated cycle where they seem to be taking turns of running and chasing, bringing about this push and pull dynamic that is often spoken about. While we are trying to explore the rationale behind the runner response, this is not an excuse for bad behavior. Respect, empathy, sympathy, and being honest are basic requirements and are unfortunately not always something that is reflected. If your twin is behaving badly, telling you that he will meet or contact you, and then standing you up time and time again, ignoring messages, or contacting you only to then freak out once again and pull away yet again, it can, of course, be exasperating and frustrating to someone on the receiving end and can lead to painful feelings of rejection. But consider for a moment that your counterpart may simply not have the tools to properly cope with the intensity of this connection. They may feel out of control, which leads to anger, resentment, and anxiety. A little understanding can go a long way, and an expressed willingness to take whatever time necessary to learn about this can be a real help for some. One thing is for certain, if this truly is your twin flame, and you'll know if it is, he'll be back eventually, even if you are doomed to repeat this cycle until valuable lessons have eventually been learned, the ultimate goal of a twin flame connection is not necessarily union. 
I will say that again. The ultimate goal of a twin flame connection is not necessarily union. Many don't want to hear this, but the sooner this fact is accepted, the sooner painful cycles can be released. Again, we should not make excuses for bad behavior, and clear and healthy boundaries have to be set. But in the same breath, understanding that despite outward appearances, that the masculine does experience pain and confusion, they do feel the depth and the intensity that the feminine does, and releasing that this unique set of challenges can listen to frustrating responses can make a huge difference. Many DMs report that when they feel their twin is judging them, criticizing them, calling them a coward or selfish, that the weight of that judgment is many times more powerful than any other judgment from anyone else. Feminines should try to understand that masculines run, not because they don't love us, but because they do. When they place such a vast distance between you and your connection, it's very hard to see that they are hurting too. Divine masculines are in pain, which they do not always necessarily acknowledge, and although they do not mean to hurt their feminine, they don't know how to change their behavior. They want, and they continue to run, returning and then running again, not because they cannot face you, but because they refuse to look at themselves. Their love remains as strong as ever, it's just that they are still working on loving themselves fully. The divine masculine experiences synchronicities in similar ways to the feminine. They know this is something more. They feel the connection. They recognize the connection. But self-sabotage and self-doubt are major factors. The divine masculine has the same fears of rejection and abandonment that the divine feminine does. But more than anything, when they do hurt their counterpart, the guilt and the shame can be overwhelming for them leaving them in a place where they just do not feel worthy of such love. The journey of understanding and embracing our twin flame connection is a profound exploration of self-love and acceptance. It's a path that often requires us to delve deep into the depths of our own being, confronting insecurities, fears, and past traumas along the way. Yet through this journey, we discover that the love we seek from our twin flame is, in essence, a reflection of the love we must first cultivate within ourselves. It's not merely about finding someone to complete us, but rather about realizing that we are already whole and worthy of love, just as we are. This journey challenges us to embrace our own worthiness and to understand that true love begins with self-love. Only when we truly love and accept ourselves can we open our hearts to receive the boundless love that our twin flame, and indeed the universe, has to offer. However, this process takes time. It requires patience, self-reflection, and a willingness to grow. It's a journey of healing and transformation, one that unfolds at its own pace. Sometimes, we may find ourselves in the role of the runner, seeking to escape the intensity of the connection, while at other times, we may take on the role of the chaser, yearning to reunite with our twin flame. Yet, amidst the ebbs and flows of this journey, one thing remains certain with time comes perspective. As we navigate the complexities of our twin flame connection, we gain deeper insights into ourselves and into the dynamics of our relationship. We learn to release the need for control and surrender to the wisdom of the universe, trusting that everything unfolds as it should. And as we embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, we come to realize that while we may have only one twin flame, we are blessed with many soulmates along the way. These soul connections, 
whether romantic or platonic, serve as mirrors that reflect aspects of ourselves, guiding us towards greater understanding and compassion. So, as we embrace the lessons and blessings of our twin flame journey, let us remember that happiness is not confined to a single connection, but rather is woven into the tapestry of our lives, waiting to be discovered in each moment of love, joy, and connection. With a heart full of love and understanding, we can transcend the pain of the past and step into a future filled with endless possibilities. In the end, it's not about the destination, but rather the journey itself, the journey of self-discovery, growth, and ultimately, unconditional love. And as we walk this path, hand in hand with our twin flame and soulmates alike, may we find peace, fulfillment, and the profound joy of knowing that love, in all its forms, will always find its way back to us. Thank you.